is good. What is good? Blackout. Gabriel, we in the building right now. Double talking. I hear myself over the airwaves. So I know it sounds good. You already know what it is. It's the What We Talking About podcast. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Facebook and YouTube. And then it's just syndicated all across the globe. We got Germany in the building. Shout out to y'all. We got Ohio in the building. We got Canada in the building. We got Guadalupe in the building. So shout out to, you know, Wap the Music, Cuzzo FM. We got um, Culture Shock Radio and Tattoo Shop Radio. Shout out to those entities. Shout out to The Village, the Global Network in the building, Senior G. It was good to see my boy. And without further ado, my man coming to the microphone for the first time tonight. Blackout, what it do, baby? <laughs> Words like that. Yo, what's up, man? What's up, man? What's up? What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, I was feeling, I was feeling, I was feeling very 1988-ish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to do that one time for the mother. Look, one time for the motherland. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. Um, <laughs> Black. Another week in the books, baby man. How was your week? Um, is it summertime yet? Nah, yeah, I'm just sick of weather, bro. Like, I feel like we've been in winter for a long time. We've been in thick winter. Way. Like, it's been cold, but no snow. Now that it's spring, you want to snow all the time and just not give me my sun. Doing, you feel me? Yeah, doing weird things, like knocking trees down onto my power lines. And at the facts. right, at the end of spring, at the end of our winter. What is that, man? Very um, facts, bro. Um, I, think, I think it's an appropriate time, bro, to just say up? shout out to all the supporters. Shout out to everybody that tunes in when I share it. Shout out to everybody that talks good about this platform and this show and Voice of the Valley and all my peoples. Um, it is so dope when you get to meet your heroes. Yo. Your heroes? Who yeah, I, heroes, got to meet, I got to meet some podcast heroes of mine, man. I got to meet the one and only Chris Rodriguez, Mr. Catchwreck himself. And I got to meet Shot at the same time with my partner in the building, uh, super, super dope. So salute to those brothers. It was cool to meet the Rec Boys. You already know what it is with them every Wednesday, 7 p.m. in the studio with the Rec Boys. Uh, but yeah, man, meeting them in person was cool, man. So I wanted to say shout out to that, salute to that. And um, keep keep that going out there, party people. There's nothing like, you know, actually shaking hands with somebody, sharing a drink physically, you know, like in the same space together. Because you know, the energy's changed. The energy can get better. What what you know online is, is it's almost like a facade. It's almost built for that. It has to be that way. When, you know, when I met those two, you know, it like solidified for me. Like, like, yo, they're like my friends. Like, <laughs> not some corny shit, but like for real, like these are actually my friends. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes it real for me. So salute to them, man. He said, he said, he said, F that call. I don't blame you, Chris. I don't blame you, Chris. Yeah, we saw certain we saw certain uh non-New Yorkers wearing heavy <laughs> wearing heavy layers on a very warm night. It didn't make any sense. Ain't ah, pointing no fingers. Listen. But you know, certain, certain light skinned people <laughs> was up here being light skinned. I ain't gonna say guy, nothing though. Yeah, I ain't, we, I ain't, look, y'all see me pull up. You get my camera shit like that's a wrong fucking way. Hold up, let me get my, let me get my shit right. Reverse it. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't fucking with you. Nah, we ain't stopping you. We being real with it. <laughs> nah, Chris, it was super dope to meet you, bro. 
Glad everybody got home safely that night. I, I had a hell of a time. Shout out to Steve's Bar and Grill out there. Oh, I'm saying that right. Um, but yeah, met the dude. He was cool there too, man. Uh, I, I got to meet the wifeys and all that. So that was super cool, man. Salute to everybody. Um, got to say Black, something before what, we start? Yeah, go ahead. That's what I was hoping I haven't for. seen Angie in like seven years. I know. I know. Big, big Ange, what's up? Angie. You got any peach rings? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ain't forgot about me, did you? Like, I need, I need that. <laughs> no. you legit, you legit have not given Angie a hug in how long? Yo, when's the last time I've been to the crib? Was it in the crib that you last saw? Her? Hmm. I really don't remember. That's how long it's been. It's been a minute. Because you haven't had to come by for the show in two years. No, I've been by a couple times. Yeah, but it's been a minute. You're right. I gotta get over there. Yeah, you gotta do. You gotta do better. Plus, you gotta meet Louie, bro. Yeah, who's Louie? Is that your new, uh, your temporary dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> until until Hazel kills him. <laughs> I've just been handed. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is no. She ain't forget you. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the peaches. Right the there. High, the high ribo. The high ribo. Oh. That's how you say that. Shout out to Angie, super new to Big Angie. She in the building. Um, we lose viewership when we do shit like that. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why they tune out when we do shit like that. Anyway, um, over the weekend also transpired the um, deciding games to see who was going to be in the final four for March Madness. So that was kind of cool. I'm gonna say something that's gonna sound really haterish. Uh -huh. About the about what's happening in, the, in men's basketball right now. Can I can Talk I get thirty it. seconds? Talk about it. So you you think you want Cinderellas to play because you're like, oh, this is interesting. Who's gonna win? Mm -hmm. But I looked at the final four lineup and I was like, this dirt. Like <laughs> like if Florida Atlantic wins the championship, I feel like the whole tournament is invalidated. And I get that they won, mm -hmm. like they winning to keep going. But it feels like uh, like Carolina can beat them and they didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean that's always it's, been the nature of basketball, though. To an extent, but it's not like you never. Nobody ever really came from left field and won it. Like people make runs, and that's interesting. But the whole tournament is just upside down, bro. Like for real, the for final real. four is weirdos and and UConn. Yeah, man. Yo, that's this weird, bro. Is that who's gonna take it, UConn? I mean, I, Florida Atlantic look like they not. For play play they really look like they not for play and i don't get it because they tallest dude is like six four so like hustle what is y'all yeah hustle like mm -hmm. we, they out working niggas mm -hmm. so i don't know it's just it hasn't been interesting bro um it's interesting like the you know the the, the see like a cinderella to make it yeah, but yeah. watching all these other teams just kind of fold just feels off no i know i know yeah. shout out to chris pullets in the building what's up good sir i gotta say what's up in person sometime soon it's been a minute um I I had missed the entire tournament, Black. And and March Madness, I will tell you every day, twice on Sunday, March Madness, my favorite basketball to watch. I like it more than the NBA. I like it better than regular college. I like it better than the finals and the NBA, everything. I like yeah. March Madness the most, right? I, I, I like it more than any other basketball except the NBA finals. The intensity there is crazy. The uh, That's the only time they play like them kids. Right. That's that exactly. Exactly. That's when they go yeah, hard, hard. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, so this tournament, though, I just I found myself so busy, bro. I just I never got to sit down 
for that classic like two, three hours and you're flipping through and it's the, only the first or second round. So you're seeing like seven games all at once and stuff yeah. and the buzzer beaters and the comebacks and all that. You know, I love that. And I did not experience any of that. So I was just watching the ticker basically on Sports Center in the morning or whatever, you know, on the news in the morning. Right. And so the one game I got to catch was that Miami game when it was their chance to get into the final four being down by 13. I'm like, maybe it'll be this game. You know what I'm saying? And I just stood there. I sat there and watched it. And I was so happy when they went on their run. I'm like, it's happening. Right. It's happening. I get to see it. And, and I started bigging them up. Cause I'm like, look, it didn't even take for me, you know, one game for me to see what I wanted from that. You know what I'm saying? That's what was dope about it. So I'm kind of psyched for them. I, I'd like to see what they could do. Um, Miami, UConn, could it be? Yeah. Well, they playing next. That's who's playing next. So yeah. So it's gonna hmm. and then Florida Atlantic versus uh the other weirdos. Is it um is um, it FDU? San Diego State. San Diego State, yeah, yeah. So, so um like, one of like just just think you know, think of game. Either San Diego State <laughs> or mm-hmm. Florida Atlantic mm-hmm. is gonna be playing for the national championship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Guaranteed one of them. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it was crazy to me when the ones were getting beat. I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is different right here." I, I knew we had weak ones though. Like I I never really like Indiana's team. I don't want to get too basketball-y, but the point no, is no. that it's been a lot of upheaval. Normally it's entertaining, but I just think watching all the good teams like just crumble and crumble early just kind of yeah. took me out of it. Like, yeah, one yeah. seed's losing and just just first week, first game. Shit was weird, bro. I don't know. It's no. interesting to watch, but like I don't want to watch Florida Atlantic versus uh Miami for the national championship in basketball. Yo, that's another person that I met on Friday. I got to meet Mandy Fitzgerald. What's up, Mandy? It was really good to meet you in person. You met um, Mandy? Who's Mandy? Mandy is a singer um who does her thing in the social media space. That's what's um, up. Yeah, she 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 know what she's doing out here. So salute to her for tapping in. Yo, Mandy, do me a favor and share this broadcast. <laughs> Watch our numbers jump to like 38 because she got it like that, bro. That's what's um, up. Chris Pulitz, um, I totally agree with you. I, I totally agree with you. That's exactly why me and Black like it so much. You know what I'm saying? Because they hustle like that. You know what I mean? Um, on point about Indiana. Yeah, man, I am... Um, I'm I'm interested in, in what's going to happen this year. So NCAA, I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm going to say UConn, FAU, UConn. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right? Yeah, weird. It's a weird year. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so anyway, Black, as we yeah. move along in this world of craziness, you know, and talking about basketball, you know, you end up in a gym and, you know, when you go to gym, you usually going into the gym, you know, because you're being athletic or you want to do a workout, you want to work up a sweat, you just want to get healthy. So when you're rainbow haired and you're thinking that you haven't got enough attention lately. Hold up, hold up. See, people didn't get the fact that I was rainbow had it. They, they, they listen, they ain't get what I was going for. Go ahead, go ahead. Do you talk about it? Are you rainbow head and what happens? You know why? Because we're missing Jay Arroyo. 
Jay uh, Royal is always good for pointing out the hat game. He loves your hat game. Um, UConn, Chris says, I agree. Um, so, yeah, Rainbow Boy went and uh, got some video taken of um, of him dancing with some homies and uh, made it look like he was getting beat up and got mad attention for it. Talk about it. What do you think about that statement? You didn't even explain who he was talking about. Like I did. Just, Rainbow Boy. Everybody knows. Even... Everybody knows. Who's Rainbow Boy? Come on. L- Lil Nas X? Come on, son. We all know we're talking about Takashi 6ix9ine. Um, oh. Going Daniel to the gym. Hernandez? Yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. What about him? You got beat D- up? D, D- hurt. <laughs> you got beat <laughs> What do you want me to what do you want me to say about Daniel Hernandez getting jumped at an LA fitness while wearing biker shorts and a Montclair bubble jacket? What do you want me to say? <laughs> what do I you think, want me to say? It's not gonna sound like I made it up. I think it was staged. <laughs> so, first of all, Daniel Hernandez was in an LA fitness mm-hmm. in LA with a bubble Montclair. <laughs> with biker shorts. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about that? Let's first? put the that's exactly what I'm saying, man. That's exactly what I'm saying. He said that shit. But go ahead. I'm I'm ready for I'm ready. I'm ready to hear you talk about it because I've heard a lot of people talk about it. I have my thoughts. I you know what I feel about it. So I would love to hear your take on it. That is my take. The fact that you was in the Planet Fitness in a bubble Montclair with biker shorts <laughs> in LA, um, 80 degrees outside is weird. Like the only thing you should be hiding is like your hair. Your hair is like, you know what I mean? Skittles and you got your body covered up and you this big. So, nah. Um, I thought the video was interesting. You know what I mean? I thought the fans saying, you know, don't get mad at me. I didn't beat you up. I'm a fan. I'm just taking down, you know, taking video. World star. I thought that was funny. Um, Mm -hmm. The reality is, though, on a serious note, like my actual take is this, bro. Um, 6ix9ine did something that people say that you can't do when you talk that street shit. We ain't going to rehash what he did, right? But mm-hmm. let's just keep it like that, right? Mm-hmm. So from my perspective, whatever happened to him, real or fake, however you want to look at it, what should be happening to him if you if you follow the code of the street mm-hmm. should have been happening a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So if if the worst medicine he going to get is getting kicked in the face three times at the L.A. Fitness while wearing a bubble Montclair coat and little Beanie Baby biker shorts, um, he kind of made out. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like, how we still outside for real? By the way, how come we ain't got Zimmerman yet? I don't know. Can I, can I talk about that? Because Zimmerman did something really fucked up, but he alive. I ain't seen him get stomped out yet. And I'm sure he don't be at LA Fitness, but he definitely be you know, at Dunkin' Donuts. Krispy Kreme in it. He outside. Mm-hmm. How come he's still free? But we giving energy to that. I'm going to leave that right there. I don't really care in particular about him as a person or as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if you know, on some street-ish, he should have mm-hmm. probably, probably got stomped out a long time ago. But um, let me know when, when niggas get Zimmerman. That's what I care about. They not. They not going to do that. That's what. That's See, that's the thing is that it won't happen to Zimmerman like that because to, for it to happen to Zimmerman like that, he would have to set himself up because I truly believe that that's it was all staged, man, 100%. I don't care what nobody say. He got everybody talking about him again, and that's what he likes. He likes. He don't even care. I don't think about selling the music no more. Now he now he just wants to get the attention. He's just attention drunk. You know what I'm I saying? Hear I hear you. Not, I don't know, Black. I don't know, Mister Takashi. I don't know. Man, he's only 26, bro. And uh, you know, it's, it's 
When are you when are you considered a full adult? When do we go, oh, he's this old, so now he shouldn't be acting like that? 30? No, nah, that's not what I meant when I said 26. I'm saying, like, as an example, he's older than a little baby, right? Like, like just perspective is what I'm saying. Like, he, he's still young, right? Mm-hmm. He's still young, generally speaking. He's still young, correct? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would love to be 26 so, again. Sure. If he was going to die of natural causes, you would think he got 50 years ahead of him, right? At least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... He got so much life ahead of him. It's kind of sad that this is where he finds himself, right? Like, how many people peak at twenty-one? That's kind of the point I was making. Right, right. I just, like, she said, I just seen the picture. I don't even see the video, but I already knew it was all for press. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I said, his his security came out and talked about his role in it and and why Takashi was buying something that was kind of stuff. So if you think it's it's fake, more power to you. Um, I don't necessarily think it was fake. I kind of listened to his security that that he he wants to walk around and say he does shit without security around to prove his point. Mm-hmm. Um, and that security man was outside waiting in the car the whole time, like he said he was, mm-hmm. and that you know Takashi was inside working out because that's what he wanted to do because he's a he's an adult. Yep. Um, that's what security said. Security was there. He was in the car. He was in the car when this happened. So yeah, I heard that too. Um, shout out to the sponsors, Black. Always shout out to the sponsors, shout out to All Crete. Make sure for any of that concrete placement, any of that restoration you need, you need that new footings poured, you got a new building going up, hit up All Crete, just the way it sounds. All Crete concrete placement. My man Ernie Carrillo will take care of you. And when you got to look good and go out after you're done building your building and All Crete's done with that, you're going to head over to Marino's Barbershop out there in the Marshalls Plaza in Poughkeepsie. Uh, see my man Sal, see my man Mike. I got John over there. You know, um, in the in the world of barbers, right? They like to say there's barbers and then there's um, clipper users, right? So the barbers always make fun of the clipper users, and the clipper users never really want to mess with the barber's clientele, right? I feel that they have a perfect mix there. My man Sal is nice with the scissors. And he's super nice with the fades, man. That's who be hooking me up all the time. So see my man, Sal and Mike, John, any one of them will hook you up and uh, get that done for you. So set the Marino's Barbershop. So <clears throat> as I say that, and I'm thinking about things in the back of my head mm-hmm. and businesses and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to talk about our top 50 list, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about the top 50 list, one of the things that the Rec Boys actually was. Oh, shout out to the Token Hour podcast. Shout out to Julia Carrillo in the building. Um, one of the things was including mixtapes, right? And we got into a little discussion about why we should be including mixtapes in somebody's whole discography when you're trying to come up with a top 50 artist all time, right? Um, one of the online entities that carried mixtapes beyond the streets, right? So when, the, when, when people weren't checking for music at the bodega or at the corner store anymore, they still had a place to go, man. And that place was called datpiff.com. And you reminded me today that they retired the site. It's a sad day when you hear about that, man. That's that's not what they that's not what they're saying though. What are they saying? Talk to me. What on Twitter they said they didn't retire the site or having technical difficulties. Mm, I hear it. I hear it's, it's uh what the, what's the term? Sunsetting? Is that what they call it? <laughs> all, all I know is that I went to, to the Datpiff uh app and that shit wasn't working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been like that. It's, it's been, been like, like that for a little bit, yeah. 
You know what I mean? And uh, it, it kind of feels like a little bit of a give up move. So there's a the archive on there is crazy. I mean, that would be a shame if it really does go away forever. You know what I mean? So if that's what we got to do, if we got to talk about that pit to to get the energy up about them up in the atmosphere and this earth of ours, then let's do that, man. That pit, man. Don't die. Don't retire. I think, I think the utility of that pit is, is what's is what's killing it. Not and not just that pit, but like my mixtapes, mm-hmm. uh, which is like like which has kind of replaced that pit as the go to. Uh, you know, medium to get mixtapes. Um, just because, like, you could take your mixtape and put it on a DSP, and and people will still get it. It costs you ten dollars to upload a, uh, a mixtape. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you could potentially get you know something back off of streams or downloads or the case may be. So, like, um, I think giving away free mixtapes don't even make any sense in today's age. Not mm-hmm. even if you want to give away the music, just put it on DSPs. Let Apple put it out. Let Spotify put it out. Let title have it because you're going to make your money, the money back that it costs to upload it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And everybody's already in those ecosystems. So, like, I think that's what's really hurting it. Like, there's no reason to go to that pit if I can, if I can go to that pit and, you know, uh, host my music there or host mm-hmm. it on, on Apple Music, which has 200 million listeners a, a month. It just doesn't make sense. Right. And yeah. I guess it, it, you know, I know about it. And, you know, that's kind of I'm dating it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so I hear what you're saying, man. The 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 consumption of music and the way it has evolved and moved over the last, say, probably, probably really like what, 15, 18 years or so. This, this all kind of started happening. Migrating online, discography is available online, like on demand. You don't have to steal it no more. It's right there for you. Apple Music came along, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's it's been a, it's taken a very interesting ride. If you just sit back and look at, at how artists have to get this done, it's like it doesn't really affect the ones that are known already. That that was you know they were going to get it regardless. But the come up, you know, I think it enabled a lot of people to do stuff, you know, and it and ironically it killed a lot of like careers and stuff. Like it's weird to me. You know, so I don't know what you think. I, I miss the days of waiting for the CD to come out. I do. And going to the store and copping that, you know what I mean? And putting it in the whip. How do you feel about that? You, did you know that life? We're like we're like eight years apart. Right. So. Did you, you know think, that? hold on. First of all, you think we're eight years apart? Yeah, at least that. Yeah, but more. That's crazy that you would do that to me, but I I appreciate it. He's eight and a half. But more, but I I no I listen. I don't want to go back to the days of waiting for the CD to drop because that was a, a trash time. Yo, I bought I bought um <laughs> I shouldn't even say this out loud. Um, <clears throat> I bought a Shaquille O'Neal album, Shaquille O'Neal okay. album for twenty dollars. <laughs> Okay. Like CDs, CDs used to be stupid, bro. Like you was really spending twenty dollars. Like on like the lunches was like twenty two ninety nine. I bought Shaq's album for twenty two dollars from from a Sam Good. I don't want to go back to the times when you waiting for the music. You don't know if it's good or bad. You go to the store. You you spend twenty two dollars and you get Shaq's album because he put out a dope freestyle and it's garbage. And now you can't get that back. And you can't get no bread off of that CD because nobody wants that. 
So no, I don't want to go back to those times. You heard me? I don't want that no more. What I what I will say is that um, I'm not a fan of gatekeeping in most mediums. Mm-hmm. I wish the gatekeeping actually came back. Music sucks. And this ain't yeah. like a get off my lawn kind of sucks. It's right. just that there's no barrier to entry no more. Right. Like we just talked about how it costs $10 to upload an album to a DSP, right? And all you need now is you don't even need hardware or equipment. Just give me Fruity Loops and a fucking $10 USB mic and just press record and you can put out whatever. And that's music now. And this is not an opinion. This is fact. Almost every new song that breaks on a chart, every new artist is breaking, they're breaking from TikTok. Mm. Meaning they're not even breaking because people like the music. They get in bay because people heard the beat and made mm-hmm. a dance to it in TikTok mm-hmm. or made a meme to it in TikTok. The amount of songs in the in the hip hop top 40 right now where I went to TikTok and it was one through 10 of the charts is 10, meaning that the top 10 songs of TikTok, right? right are all songs on the hip hop charts because those numbers count. Mm-hmm. And all these new artists are breaking from TikTok. And making dance videos, or making car meme videos, or making funny cat videos with hip hop songs behind them. Like the shit is disgusting. It's not even about the music. That's why it's terrible. Not because the 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 new generation doesn't have talent, but because the barrier makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know how how to explain it. I don't even know how to fix it. I don't even know if it actually matters, bro. Right. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like it does. I, I, I'll give you Chris Pullett's sentiments on. It. He says, "Unfortunately, streaming services make a shit ton of money, and artists and off artists and bands, etc., need to post on those platforms and have to spend more time touring and owning their merchandise to make the money that they used to come from selling and moving their CDs and stuff. Everyone wants the number one song. No one wants true art in the entire package and the entire package. So I get what he's trying to say. Right. So essentially saying that, you know, instead of investing in yourself as an artist and developing those talents, the ability to perform in front of people, to engage your fans, to be out there, um, blood, sweat and tears and tearing it. um, You're just sitting back like you're saying and making the music that way. And at that point, you're, you're not even, how married are you, you know what I'm saying, to that that collection or that that um, body of work, if you just- You're, you're not, right? You're not. Let's talk about that, because you're not. This is why NBA Youngboy puts out an album every month. Mm-hmm. That's not an exaggeration, y'all. I know. Every <laughs> month he, he releases an album. That's, mm-hmm. It's literally his game plan. It's mm-hmm. why he doesn't sign to a major, mm-hmm. because he literally puts out an album every four weeks, and they won't mm-hmm. let him do that. Mm-hmm. Every four weeks, music mm-hmm. is throwaway, doesn't chart, none of it sells well, right? But mm-hmm. he just streams all the time because he just floods the market. Music is right. complete garbage, mm-hmm. right? But he's just saturating shit left and right. Right. The artistry, though, like let's take a second, take a step back here. You make really good points, but I don't think people think about it until they have to go into, into person to see their favorite artist perform. Mm-hmm. So I don't want this to come off as a, some shit in the ice spice because I'm not. Right. She's a prime example of this lack of development. Okay. Have y'all seen Ice Spice perform? No. That is that is one of the worst things you will ever see in your entire fucking life. <laughs> an artist. Somehow I it's, believe it's, that. But it's only funny, Gabe, until you spend a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, right? And you're 14 and you're going to like, oh, Ice Spice, I love her, right? She's a role model. I'm a young girl, and I go to this concert 
and this is Ice Spice entire routine. She stands still, right? Singing along with the actual song, not a performance track, just singing over her song. And then she turns around and she shakes her ass. And then she turns back around and stands still some more. There's no dancing, no choreography, no crowd interaction, none of it. No point the mic to the crowd. There's nothing. She stands still, sings over the track, turns around, bends over, shakes her ass, stands up, turns around, continues to rap over the track. You think I'm joking? Go Google it. YouTube it. Look at Ice Dance's performance at South by Southwest. Go look it up. I would because she had no development. Doesn't know how to perform. Doesn't know how to, bro. Has no stage show, no presence, no nothing. This is what happens. <laughs> so, like, where's the value if you are a fan of this artist in that? You've already streamed that song that she had 50,000 fucking times. Mm-hmm. So if you go to an Ice Spice show, what are you getting? You're getting you're getting the version of the song that you like in the car where the person in the passenger seat sings over the, in the over the song and you want them to shut up. Big facts. My song's playing and I start singing. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Chris, Matt, Matt Santoro of the Token Hour podcast. You can check that podcast out everywhere, matter of fact. Uh, but him and Chris Pullis do point out the fact that, hey, we're men. We do like to watch our ass no, but, shake, though. But, bro, you don't want – that's cool for 30 seconds. Yeah, You're not going to go to – I'm saying, like, we are not Ice Spice target demo. Mm-hmm. Not, not, in the, not, not in a go-to-your-show way, right? No. Like, no. in a watch my video for 30 seconds and say you got, you know, clappers, cool. Right. Right. But the people right. going to her show are girls. And a lot of them are young girls because she's young, mm-hmm. right? And they mm-hmm. know the difference between anything. Like, do a TikTok dance, something. She doesn't do any of that shit, bro. She right. just stands there and then twerks and then turns around and stands some more. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, she got it figured out, bro. Nah, she, she don't, bro. She's she actually just, killing it. That's just the bar is low. Like, like people want to have sex with you, right? Because they find you attractive. So you pop off because of that, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, Sex and sells. Sh- sure, that's fine. It always will. That's not what I'm that's not my that's not an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it has nothing to do with the artistry. There's there's nothing that she's bringing to a table. Like even if you couldn't sing, but you had a fire ass concert or a show, you could dance your ass off. Like there's value in that as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You follow me? Mm-hmm. But just taking a producer's beat, saying really garbage bars over it, and then twerking. <laughs> For like 30 seconds and then just standing there singing over your own song. It's How dope boring. is that, Gabe? Right. No, it's not dope. It's not dope at all. Shout out to everybody who's tuning in. Shout out to everybody across the globe that's listening to us. We got WAP the Music in the building. We got Cuzzo FM. We got Culture Shock Radio, the Tattoo Shop Radio, uh, the VGN Network. Shout out to everybody out there listening to this show. We really do appreciate you guys. Um, out there in Germany, out there in Ohio, and Canada, and Guadalupe. We across the world, baby. I don't know if you know, but we are across the world. So shout out to you. Shout out to sponsors, All Crete, uh, Concrete Placement, and Marino's Barbershop. Centura, I like where you at, brother. Like, show me show me your terrible in bed without saying you're terrible in bed. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Ice Spice performance makes you feel like... <laughs> There's not a lot going on there, bro. <laughs> if that's how you put on a show, like I, I can see why Drake hit the dub. Like I don't even understand it. I'm gonna leave it alone. Esperanza Ortiz. I don't I like. I that. don't think. I don't think the game, because you know the game, the uh, the culture is cyclical in a lot of ways when it comes to fashion, sound, sampling, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't ever see the game ever going back to. 
talent is the baseline. Does that make sense? Because mm -hmm. the barrier is gone. The internet will never allow there to be gatekeepers again who mm -hmm. dictate what is good and what is not good. Mm -hmm. It would just it just won't work. You know what I'm saying? I do. So like do. music has to turn into something that 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 requires skill again. And the only way to do that is to be like the only way you're nice is if you write uh, bars using chat GPT. Like it's got to mm -hmm. be something like you just can't do with a ten dollar USB Yeti mic. And until that bar raises again, this is what you have. This is what it's going to sound like. Does it make sense? It does. It does. And you know what? I made a revelation, man. And shout out to everybody that's been spinning around this earth for a long time like me. I made a revelation that I think part of my disconnect from music, because I'm not into it the way I used to be. You know, I used to be like a heavy, heavy, like hip hop head. Like I knew all the lyrics. I knew when things were dropping. I, I could tell you people's discographies and all that. But I think where I started to separate um, myself from music is really when I stopped like going out, bro, for some reason. Like I used to enjoy going to the club and like vibing with the DJ, like, cause I knew all the DJs, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, I don't know, like going out and vibing to the music and, and, and everybody in the building and that energy in there, that always got me going. I'm always a fan of that. I'm a fan of that to this day, you know what I'm saying? But like, I just, I don't have those same opportunities going out every week, twice a week, three times a week. You know what I mean? And like, it was always so dope to be in the spot and then hear that new joint get played in the club while you dancing on the dance floor or holding your drink, whatever you're doing. And that came on, it was always dope. Um, I think ever since that time in my life has passed, I like, I, there was a little bit of a disconnect with me and music because I'm very much so about the vibe, you know? So I wonder how much that's happened to other people across the world um yeah let's see i don't know Chris, bro what tell me nah i'm just like i'm just about the art mm -hmm. um i'm i'm less concerned with like the sound mm -hmm. i'm more concerned with um the art of, of itself like um how do i say this in a way that makes sense like you know how like rock music has evolved it's not the same mm -hmm. but it's still rock music like you're still playing instruments Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're still singing over the tracks. It's like there's a consistent theme throughout it, right? Mm -hmm. Hip-hop hip -hop being one of the younger genres as it is, right, mm -hmm. is evolving, going through that growth, which is good. But it's just like morphed into like it doesn't know what the fuck it is, right? Correct. Like it's it's r and it's, mm -hmm. it's it's It could be soul. It could be nonsense, right? It could be It could be poetic. It can be you you will think that that fluidity is a good thing. I don't. It seems like it has no actual identity at this point. I see it as a negative. Like if you ask me, what is hip hop in twenty twenty three? I don't fucking know. Not mm -hmm. because I don't enjoy the music, but because I don't actually know how you quantify it. Like is Rod Wave more hip hop than Lil Baby? Because them niggas both sound the same on auto tune. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know. Right. <laughs> but 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 if you go look at a Rod Wave album, it's considered. Uh, soul, right? You don't even consider army, he's considered soul pop, soul, mm -hmm. and little baby is considered rap, but they right. sound the exact same on a microphone. Mm -hmm. I don't even understand how you quantify it. That is not good for the proliferation of the genre as we know it. Does that make sense? It does. The game is fucked up. What is hip hop? <laughs> what is it? I know. What do you think about Mass Intro sentiment here when he's saying hip hop started really stepping up his live performance game in the late 2000s with live bands and production? Now it's going backwards. The shame artists don't look like stars anymore. And that's interesting. 
That's an interesting statement right there. Artists don't look like stars anymore. And that's a direct, there's a direct correlation to social media there, bro. Because so, but everybody's so accessible. It's mm. it's really hard to look like a star right now. What's your thoughts it's, on that? I, no, I just think the stage has changed. Yo, I mm. respect the opinion, Santoro. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I, and I agree with you in a lot of senses, except the fact, the fact that you said artists don't like stars anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that you're looking for that, that, that stand out on the wrong stage. Right, the new stage of social media. I don't need mm-hmm. to look popping on the stage to look like a star. I need to look popping in front of my Range Rover, in front of my Maybach. <laughs> but for real, I mean, that's how it be. Yeah, like people, people are famous for being famous. Explain to me when that happened, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the the initial influencers who was who N- Nicole Richie mm-hmm. and Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton yeah. and, and them. But like that, that's what 18, 17 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Those are the original. I'm famous just because I'm famous. Like I'm famous for you knowing who I am. That's mm-hmm. absurd. But mm-hmm. literally, that's probably half of your famous people today. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was talking before, probably a few seasons ago, about about black actors, and I think this is important. Mm-hmm. We talk about black actors, and we talk about comedians. Mm-hmm. Check me out here. Kevin Hart is like the last of a generation of black comedians. Mm-hmm. Who actually got the transition into movie stardom and making those kind of movies? Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is like 43, 44 now, right? But remember, like back in the, when he was young, there was a whole slew of them. Like Lil El Ray, all them dudes come from that generation. They're all in their 40s now. Mm-hmm. Who's the next great young black comedian who's funny who can go make funny movies? They don't exist because mm-hmm. there's dudes like KB Lane and them on the internet doing this and making millions, right? Yeah. So yeah. there is no artist development. There is no learning how to act. There is no anything of going outside your lane because why would Katie Lane, who does this for a living on social media, who makes millions of dollars doing this, this shrug, ever be in a movie, ever learn how to act, ever learn how to write a script? He won't mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. bag is there, right? So you're not thinking about it now. You're not thinking about how com- uh, comedy movies are almost going the way of the dodo. You only see them on Netflix specials and shit like that with Adam Sandler and people who are 40 and 50 plus. You don't see comedies in theaters anymore. It does not exist. Think about what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. That whole genre is gone because people go to Instagram and YouTube shorts for their comedy fix. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's guys like Supreme One and people like that. Skin and Bone, all of them. Those are the new comedians. Mm -hmm. Right. But you don't go Mm -hmm. to a live comedy show to see them in person. So who the fuck you go and watch at a comedy show? You're not going to. In 20 years, that's a whole dead thing because we embrace the social media aspect of it. It's the same thing with black actors. Remember when Michael B was like the new young kid on the block and you were excited mm-hmm. about his growth and maturity? Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan is 36 years old. Who's the next great young black actor? Who is it? Tariq I'm talking about power. who? <laughs> Tariq from Power. Exactly. That's exactly my point. Like... It doesn't fucking exist because them dudes is on fucking social media making skits and reels. No, I know. I'm I not know. saying this, and I'll, I'm going to let you get the show back because I know mm-hmm. I do this sometimes, but hear mm-hmm. what I'm saying, y'all. The same mm-hmm. thing goes with music, but check it out with acting. There is always a next young non-black actor that's up. You're still seeing new young white actors and actresses and all them moving to those spots. I'm mm-hmm. talking about from this community, Right. We already don't get a lot of people who get to be successful on those stages, right? So a lot of our entryways into mainstream is through comedy. It is. It, it has always been that way. Mm-hmm. Your biggest uh, comedy, 
even like Will Swift and the Fresh Prince, like comedy, use comedy to break through the door because comedy is universal and they would mm -hmm. transition into mainstream and acting and do a lot of them did that. It mm -hmm. doesn't fucking exist. So where are your black actors coming from? Show me. Show me, show me a 20-something black actor right now that's doing any kind of feature film. Name one guy in this 20 that's African American who was on a feature film at the box office in the last three years. Name one. Name the, one um, in his 20s. The the get out one. What's his I name? I, I don't know his I, name. I said in his 20s. I know what I'm saying. Name yeah. him. What's his name? I don't remember. Do you remember? The kid from Get Out. I think I think he was in his late 20s when he did that, but I could I'm, be wrong. I'm, I'm with it. Black, do, bla black don't crack, so he could be fucking 61 and he's just looking. <laughs> Yo, let me read some comments while you look for that. Yo, Chris Pullitt says that um, it's happening. He, he's, a, he's a drummer himself. He's, he's in an active band right now. And he's like, Yo, there's a lot of stale rock music out there, too. You know, sometimes I just feel like I'm like old dude saying, Get off my lawn. We can relate. We can relate. I wanted to pull it, even though I knew the answer, I wanted mm -hmm. to show you because I know I, I get why you said Daniel Kalua. Mm -hmm. I wanted to show Oh, you. that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Kalua is 34 going on 35. You so almost, three years he was three years ago he's 31. I was almost there. But I said in your 20s. And that's and that's and that's kind of my point. That's sad. Right. I mean, <clears throat> you don't think that the evolution will happen with those, you know, fairly young actors that are on like the um, you know, like the Woo series and you know, BMF. You don't think those young actors no. that are playing the kids and all that will will grow because into they being they being typecast and they're gonna be stuck. Like that's not a I mean, because uh, how about how about the homegirl though that went from Empire to BMF, the girlfriend? I'm I don't know her TV, name. I'll give TV you that. shows. I'm talking about movie stars, bro. No, I know, but that's how you get. That's how we talk about getting in and getting. Yeah, your stars but like right. Gabe, the fact that you can't name one. No, I know. Brown not my name. Actor. No, there's no household name right now. There's no. There's no. Correct. Household name not right. one, bro. No, not one. Right. Right. I'll give like you that. Who, like, does Zendaya count? I don't I mean, know any white gonna, ones either, though. By the way, I, I guess Zendaya counts, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like they're out. I don't mean to disparage anybody out there acting, doing their thing. That's listening to yeah. that. I think we're just saying, where's the household name of the the one that's on the come up? You know, what's going on, Sal? We keep shouting out Marino's Barbershop in here, and now we got the one and only Salvador Carbone in the building. Santoro says Zendaya counts. I mean, yeah. yeah, but like, like she's been, but Zendaya has been established for a decade. It ain't like she's new. She just started super young. So yeah, I guess she counts. But like that's that's crazy. And and black actors in their 30s there's probably a dozen or so who are who are about to age out of that bracket too. It's if you if you really think about what I'm saying it makes sense. I'm saying that that whole no, that talent pool is not yeah. even being nurtured. No, it, it makes sense. Shout out to everybody in the comments out here. I really do appreciate y'all. Uh, Esperanza says um yeah, he had another part in Wakanda. I don't remember his name. I think that's David Daniel um, Kalua. Daniel Kalua. Yeah, that guy. Um, They're coming from Wild and Out. How about that? How about that? Everybody in Wild and Out is 40 plus. Like, it or, sounds weird until you think about it, but they are. Or an ex-battle rapper. Like, DC Youngfly Autumn is in the 40s. It's <laughs> it's not what you think. You They've been around so long, bro. You just don't remember how old they are. Yo, DC Youngfly Autumn is 40. Charlie Clips is 40. Cannon is 40. Sal came in here throwing around. He, he knows acting. So he's over here throwing around the names right in the comments. Shout out to Sal, man. Go cut somebody's hair, man. <laughs> My man doing his thing. Marino's Barbershop. What we got? Uh, they're all in their 40s. We know. We know what you're saying is true, Black. It's true. It's true. They, the, the young kid on, on uh, Bel Air, I like him. 
Um, the, the one who's playing the new Will Smith, the new Will. Oh yeah, okay. I, I like him. I think he's funny. I think he's got time, and I hope that people like him. And I mean, mm-hmm. there's those are TV shows, but mm-hmm. people like him. People like some some of the young kids from like um, what the about Shy the, and sh- and shows what about like the that. lead dude from Snowfall. Yeah, Damson. I hope mm-hmm. hope they take on actual roles and and actually shift towards box office and and big tempos. And there's an, another generation, but I don't see any of them being nurtured on the small screen. And I think, like I said, a whole genre of movies has just completely fucking disappeared. It has just like I think hip hop is essentially disappearing in front of our eyes. That's why I was making the the the, the analogy. Like, what is hip hop right now? Is it is it is it Coyle Ray? Is it Little Baby? Is it is it the dudes that sing? Because they all sound the same. What is the identity? What is it? I, I think I think. Um... I think it's all about where you put yourself as far as what you feel hip hop is today, because I'm more than certain that if I really wanted to, I could do what I used to do back in the day. Back in the day, you know, we used to use Monster's Crib as the lab and it became like the hangout. But the room had the whole setup, you know, making beats and sometimes recording things. And, and but it was always like ciphers happening and and just it was just real hip hop. It was just hip hop was happening. We were DJing. We were talking about, you know tagging shit you know all all those conversations are being had there so like i'm sure that right now if i wanted to go and 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 get into the the belly right now and sit go to that spot go to a tech ones you know once a week and sit in the cypher over there and and be freestyling and chilling and and playing the newest cuts that came out and and hitting rhymes back and forth and different beats and all that to me that's hip-hop yeah but you're only doing that with old niggas and I'm saying that like not to be vulgar, but that's the truth. It's you true. Not, We're older, no more mature. It's having a rap cipher right now. But that's whack. You know that's what what's whack to me. But but that's what we've made. That's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. that's what we've made the genre. It doesn't even exist. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to rap against each other. They all mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. There's no competition. It's just I got money and ice, and like there's no I'm 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 nicer with words and none of that, bro. It's mm-hmm. all gone. Uh, Esperanza says that I think. I think the only show that has good acting is Bel Air. Mike, I don't know if that's 100% factual, but I will say some of this acting on BMF, bro, you touched on it last week a little bit. But it's not Car- just Carisha. her, bro. It's no, not Carisha just her. was bad. Carissa was bad. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Young Miami was terrible. Some of it is bad, man. Okay? <laughs> some of that is just not good acting. Like, it's weird. Yo, Sal, you're the best out, brother. Um, yo, I want to know. Who Facebook user is my my phone my my software is playing games and I want to make sure I shout you out so whoever said yo what's shaking what's shaking that sounds like something shy would say maybe that's shy shy comes out and says yo what's shaking like that a lot shy um, you need to get meta verified bro because your picture never shows up go go pay that seven ninety nine and get meta verified get a blue check mark so we can see your picture bro yo see this Chris, Chris yes yeah see, yo do I know my peoples or do I know my people's it's because he did your without the r he just did your like you knew who it was <laughs> um yo i remember when ko would say some crazy shit on cigarette breaks at chet shout out to chet man don't chet bring was, ko out of retirement a, please it's a um it's a uh it was a pallet manufacturing plant so like it took in pallets and repaired them and put them back out and uh, kind of kept the, the whole industry moving as far as, you know, deliveries and goods and all that. Um, so shout out to Chet, man. I made, I made some good friends over there, but Chris Pulitz was there with me and we used to get it in. 
Um, Shad, what's good? You missed me talking about meeting y'all, and I thought it was super dope to meet y'all in person. Energy was up, and it stayed up. And um, I thought the picture that I have of us, shout out to fucking Mr. Catrack, though. The picture that we have of us four, what's wrong with you and Black not being able to look at the right camera, though? What's up What's up with that? Why are y'all always... <laughs> Yo, Black. Nah, what are you doing? Nah. Keep talking. Like, oh, now you cool. now you know now you know how to look at the camera, Black. Nah, I had to say that. Shout out to Chris. <laughs> Yo, nice chain. <laughs> if y'all can't see, that is a a, a human being <laughs> sticking a part of its body nah, into the, the word say you. No, no, no. Say it proper. This is a this is a man performing coitus on the word <laughs> you. <laughs> In other words, uh, sex you too. You see, Matt Santoro in the building. I really I like. The, I really like this guy. He's touching on things that a lot of people are scared to talk about. It's sickening when I'm watching in the industry. Uh, so shout out to you, Black. She's she's feeling the vibe. She likes the conversation here. But yo, let let me just say that's what Go we're ahead. talking about. Go ahead. That's what, that's what we're talking about. That's, all that's what we're talking about. I'm the listen. I'm the I'm the most I'm I'm the most intelligent, ignorant. <laughs> person in podcast i look like i don't know shit i got a master's degree in theology it's yo shout out to the let's get activated podcast in the building i need the both the the village global networks in the building what's going on sam uh, everything everything that hip-hop has worked so hard for it seems like it's slipping away listen i agree with that and i disagree with that Hip-hop is doing what it's supposed to do. Mm. If we really take a step back, it's mm. only doing what it's supposed to do. All right? It was never meant to be one thing forever. I agree. I agree with that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Evolved. It, it yeah. was meant, it was built, it was created in the very fabric of evolution. You know what I'm saying? And you got to remember how young it is. It is so young compared to all the other types of music out there. You know what I mean? We're just celebrating 50 years this year. Shout out mm -hmm. to the top 50 we're going to do. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, it takes time for things to work themselves out. And if you look at rock, rock stayed the same for a good portion of time. I would say like from like the mid, Chris Post will correct me. I already know he will. But I would say from like the mid 60s to about maybe like the, the late 80s. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It was, it stayed the same. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree. I don't agree. Hey, I owe you. You know, like that, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm only playing. Had nah. Play. Shout out to there, There's more to pull from, but like, nah, even like 70s rock, when it was going through the hippie movement, doesn't sound like 80s rock. When it was doing uh spray jails, aerosol cans, like, like it's not it's different. And it and it's and it and it's changed yeah. just as fast as hip hop is. The difference is like I said, the common thread. Like the one direction like, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Like, yo, rock people didn't start like playing church organs inside of rock music, right? We literally just started singing instead of rapping. Like it's called rap. Hip hop was called rap for shorthand, right? Mm -hmm. We just stopped rapping and started singing. Like, think mm -hmm. about what I just said. Like, imagine like it's rock and roll, but we don't play the guitar anymore. <laughs> the, the fuck is that then? Yeah, That's no, not no. rock. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I understand that. But we hip hop was meant to be different. It really was. It was built that way. The way it was created was 
you know, moshing together all these different genres of music, Caribbean vibes, soul vibes, rock vibes, all these different entities that formulated and made hip hop come together, you know, um, it was, it could never stay that way. And then what's going to be interesting is that I thought that hip hop would forever have producers that were sampling, you know, sampling the way like a premiere would have, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, they're taking a piece of the song and then creating a whole new thing out of it. Not like the puffy way where you just remake the song. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it would I thought it would evolve in a way more so of the premiere way where we would take snippets of different stuff and, and then make it your own and produce something different out of that. We're going more the puffy way where it's like, nah, just jack the whole beat and the whole melody and everything. Just we're gonna change the words up. You know what I'm saying? Like like that joint with uh Corla Ray. Where she took the whole Buster joint. That's like her biggest song right now. Hmm? You know what I'm saying? It's like, but why though? Why you couldn't create a dope little beat? You couldn't find a producer that give you that vibe. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get that lazy with it? Like, come on. I mean, she dropped like four songs in a row that went nowhere. So, like, the best way to get a certified hit mm-hmm. is to play off nostalgia and make a record that everybody knows already. Mm-hmm. That's guess. that's been a tried and true uh oh, gimmick yeah. Yeah. in this so industry maybe- forever. Maybe that's maybe that's what keeps it going then in the long run. You know, I guess, like, but like how many times do you want to hear songs? Like, here's what I'm saying though. Like, Gabe, mm-hmm. we we are pulling even the samples, we're pulling the samples from the same eras on the same time. We're flipping the same songs. Mm-hmm. If you think about like that song with Cool the Right, like like how old is that original song? Right. 40 years? Yeah, 70. 40 yeah. plus? Yeah. Like so like that's it. So like literally the first 10 years, 15 years of hip hop, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, they mm-hmm. went and jet all the other shit that was rocking, the disco, the pop, mm-hmm. the crossover joints and sampled mm-hmm. them and made records and 30 years in the future, the best idea people got today is to do the same shit we did <laughs> five times already mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Yeah. So like you telling me in 20 in the year 2100, hip hop is going to be sampling shit from 1975 still? Because mm-hmm. we got no original ideas, mm-hmm. you not you don't think about it in a bubble until you think about it. Now you sampling something forty years old that's been done every five years by a different artist because you have no ideas. You're not actually creative, but you are the person in the forefront of music. That is what I'm talking about: the talent level, the bar, the gatekeeping. That is what's gone. It mm-hmm. makes sense for Puffy to go and take uh, samples from shit that he grew up listening on. 10 years ago and flip them because that was new. It makes mm-hmm. no sense, right, mm-hmm. for, for your 21-year-old ass to be digging 50 years in the crates. Right. If you're going to do that and pay homage, then you should be taking what's your fantasy about ludicrous and shit like that. You should be like in the early to mid-2000s sampling those joints and paying homage. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm at. But because mm-hmm. those songs is based off of the 80s already, mm-hmm. you just ape and ape that ape to ape. Where's <laughs> the talent, bro? That's what I hate about it. That's what I said. Like the Santoro said, get off my lawn. Like mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. That ain't talent, bro. I'm. Ugh. Nah, I get it. I get it, and I, I agree with the sentiment that you know it wasn't meant to be ran by no talent hacks. We want rhymes, not mumble. That's the part that really got me off hip hop for a while was when mumble rap came. When mumble rap came, it was such a dagger in my back. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, 
all that time I spent penning those rhymes and making sure that I was making sense and I was actually rhyming my words and making sure that I could actually spit it, you know, live in front of you if I have to, you know what I'm saying? All that time I spent doing that is all for nothing now. Y'all can just no, oh, no, no. Mumble rap, Bumble rap left like five or six years ago. Mumble but no, I'm just saying when that when that happened is when I was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. No, I know it's gone now. Now it's gone. I think I think the gatekeepers of hip hop did a good job of getting rid of that, you know, because I, I think you're looking at your Kendricks and your J. Coles, you know. You're looking at those folks like and Drake, you know, you're looking at them like, thank God that they came with something to say and got rid of the mumble rappers, in my opinion. I think they did Bro, a good job with that. I, I said this on season one, I'm gonna say it on season five, episode three. We'll be mm-hmm. talking about the podcast every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Black People Town on Facebook and YouTube. Promo, 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 promo. <laughs> um it's gonna be a sad day when Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Big Sean, uh those people like that, those 35, 36, 37 year old rappers mm-hmm. hang it up. And we ain't got long. Cause right now, I think the only thing holding us at all in, 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 a, in a place where actually saying words that rhyme and make sense matters mm-hmm. is them. Cause I, 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 and this is being honest, you look at the like the, the, the generation right behind them, right? That's Dirk and them, right? Mm-hmm. And they still rapping. Now it's, it's more just, draco draco but it's still words you know what i'm saying and all them kids is now like 30 they all like 29 30 31 dirk and all of them that whole era after that it's just singing it's just melodic singing right right? Right. with no consistent message no consistent tone no actual storytelling going on what the fuck soever there's no Mm -hmm. theme from bar two to bar four ain't no setup punchline it ain't even there. It's literally just in your like. I fucked your bitch. I just bought a watch. Paddock, spit the block. Got to kill the ops. They killed my bro. Fuck on a hoe. You know what I'm saying? It's literally just making phrases. Mm-hmm. There's no callbacks. There's nobody talking about in, in 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 bar eight what they did on bar one. Like that, it doesn't exist. The artist mm-hmm. storytelling gone. Consistent theme of the song gone. The name of the song doesn't even fucking matter because it has nothing to do with the content within the song oh Don't yeah <laughs> tell me i'm wrong no so no. like when these people who are now in their mid-30s piece up out of here mm-hmm. holy fuck i don't think there's anybody left that's gonna keep th- that part of hip-hop in hip-hop because they have no reason to just mm-hmm. melodizing <laughs> doing the right wave shit is enough mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what they're eating up yeah, that is the death of hip hop. Yeah, um, my demons were a Christian coming out this summer. <sighs> Yours truly, my demons were a Christian. That's the name I'm of the still, new joint. I'm still rocking. Is that is that another project you're gonna do without a single video release? My demons were a Christian already copyrighted. Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Dior. Exactly. Listen, it's, it's double. My demons were a Christian. King Blackout. This summer, we outside. <laughs> you're funny. Listen, if you're listening in Germany right now, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you've been hanging out with us for about an hour. The show is about to take a turn. You know what I'm saying? Because we're about to get into three the hard way. 
Um, we're going to talk some more next week about our top 50. The one thing I want to say about the top 50 list is I think ultimately we are going to have to shout out to senior G. We are going to have to put sales as part of the criteria. I think we can vote on it, but I think sales has to be a part of it. And and sales can't be encompassed into body of work. I don't think, of course I don't they think, count. you know, so sales, sales going to be part of that. Um, and then I want to, what I want the audience to vote on next week is do we need more criteria or can we just move forward with, it's gotta be, it, it has to be a single artist that could have come from a faction, but just a, it can, it has to be that single entity, right? Um, the body of work is going to come into consideration with their mixtape world and commercial successes. Um, we're going to somehow try to gauge the impact. And I, I think we can do that. Um, I think we can do that fairly easily. Um, but it is a little subjective as far as impact, because what impacted me hardcore maybe didn't impact black that hardcore. So that's why I'm glad we have a bigger audience to discuss all this because we can get a little context and see if, you know, if it's jaded because of that, you know, um, and then sales. So, I just want to know, is that enough criteria or do we need more than that to move forward? I'm going to um, let you talk for a second, Black. No, you said it. I mean, it's the, it's the duh factor. Like, I, I know Gabe is struggling to quantify impact. That I don't. It's just duh. If I say something out loud and, and the majority of people that hear me don't question it, right, and they're not ignorant to the subject, yep. it's a no-brainer. Here's an example. Lauren here only got one album. So by any kind of metric, when you're talking about longevity, all that other kind of shit, she wouldn't make it on a top 50 anything list because she don't got the body of work. She don't got the records, all this other shit, right? Bet. But when I say Lauren Hill is on my top 50 list, no one's going to say no, she's not. To me, that's a duh factor. That's mm -hmm. what I mean. That's how you can gauge shit like that. It's a duh factor. I say mm -hmm. Lauren Hill, everybody says, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. And she's only got one album. Mm -hmm. So like, that's how I get, get past people who don't fit nicely and neatly into a box. The duh factor, right? Can we get an R&B black album? I said my <laughs> demons wear Christian. Uh -oh. You can kind of figure out what that album is going to be about. Hey. Ooh. Hey. Y'all not hearing me, though. Hey. Yo, um, let's see. Let's add this to the stream. Uh, we're going to do something real quick because, you know, we do have to pay the bills around here. If y'all don't know, we sponsored by Marino's Barbershop. We are also sponsored by All Creek. We're going to run this quick commercial. We come back with three the hard way. Stay tuned. We about to get it in. Marino's Barbershop, located in the Marshalls Plaza in Poughkeepsie, New York, right on Route 9, open seven days a week. Contact them today, 845-454-7226 for all of your hairstyling needs. The installation and repair of driveways, garage floors, patios, sidewalks, walkways, and stairs. Stamp concrete, color, seal, and epoxy. All Creed is fully insured, 27 years of service. Contact today to get your quote. Oh, yeah. Um, all, all I know is I need a new basketball court. So, like, what's up, Marino? Oh, I'm sorry, All Creek. Matter of fact, I can get a haircut on my new basketball court. Like we used to do in the nineties. You know I, mean? <laughs> you know, I definitely did that. You I feel me? So, like, that. both of y'all pull that. up. I need a basketball court. You know what I mean? And while the fucking concrete is curing, cut my shit. <laughs> I don't want no hair in my concrete. 
Don't want no hair in my cock. <laughs> Listen. Look, look that's um, called marketing and branding. <laughs> that's it. Shout out to All Creek. Shout out to Reno's Barbershop, man. Listen, we got um something we do on this show. It's called Three the Hard Way. This is where we try to mainly keep it to our independent artists. Sometimes, you know, somebody a little bigger might get into the mix. But for the most part, we try to keep it independent, not necessarily local. So across the world, if you want to send in your music and get it reviewed on this podcast, whether you in Germany, Guadeloupe, Canada, Ohio, New York, the whole Eastern Seaboard, the whole United States. If you want to get your music reviewed, send it over to podcast.finallytv at gmail.com. That's podcast.finallytv at gmail.com. You can send in that. We will most certainly play that. But also, you got if you want to send in your own work... <clears throat> Be ready for that. We keep it real on this show, man. We talk about it. Um, what we talking about, Black? What we talking about, man? What's this show about? I don't even know what this show is about. Listen, if you've never watched the show before, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all hearing a lot of weird stuff, and I might not even know it was gonna be weird. Like this will be new, baby. This will be new. Look, it's season five. Of what the, we talking about? The podcast. My Chris Rock boy, yeah. <laughs> season five, motherfucker. Season five. All right, let's don't get be it. Sensitive. <laughs> don't be sensitive is right so we do something called this right here right three the hard way now we call it three the hard way first we call it three the hard way because we just took three songs and we was going to break them down then we did three the hard way and we took one song and gave like three different perspectives or three different pieces of critique to it whether it was good or bad negative or positive right this year, we put that all to bed, and this year, I think we kind of went, we're going back to three songs that we are going to look at and listen to with y'all, and we want to know your opinion. We want to know if you thought it was dope. We want to know if you thought it was trash. You want to know, you might ask, who is the one curating this music because he needs to get slapped around or he needs to be given a job, okay? So that's what this segment is for, is to just introduce you to some artists that you might not know, maybe get a little feedback on your own music or your friend's music. You know, you can send your friend's music in. Don't get it twisted. You can send your friend's music in. All right. So uh, this is three the hard way. I'm going to give you this first joint. Let me go see if I could get this up for y'all. This is what's why up. We got like, Tron graphics. Like why this look like 1987? I should be riding a motorcycle. On the screen <laughs> with really bad 3D effects. Like, what are you doing? Yo, don't don't mind black. He, right. Don't mind him at all. Don't all mind right. him at all. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> let's get to it come on let's play some music bro <laughs> all right man let me get out of this and let me get this going up here this is my man phasar let me get let me get it right let me get it right for him all right, all right. phasar he's from new zealand all right and uh this one's called f pride man let it before go. you start gabe don't yeah. lose your train of thought why no. do we do this segment like who are we to have an opinion that we should care about well i think I could speak for both of us, I guess. Um, one, we we are we are both well aware of what it takes to be a successful artist, whether we have done it ourselves in your case, or you have observed for you know about thirty-seven years mm -hmm. and um, really taking it in, having worked in studios, having recorded music, having albums put out in your case uh large bodies of work um 
you know, if y'all don't know, Black makes music off his, uh, makes money off his music. You know what I mean? Um, I think the ability or the 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 knowledge of how to get the music out there, how to get paid for that music. I think when you start to deal with music in that way, you're able to have a perspective that could be valuable to those who have never been exposed to those items and things. Well Would you say that? I got a guitar in the background too, y'all. I'll be playing that sometimes. See? We're musically inclined around here. Um, I used to write a lot. I used to write a lot. Um, Black is still uh, an artist to this day, recording music. You heard he's about to put out a new joint this year. Um, and we, we know what we're talking about. And I think we're both intelligent and are able to give constructive criticism. We're not out here to just destroy people, even though sometimes we have to. And it's fun sometimes and it's funny. But that's... <laughs> That's not why we do it. We we right. do it because we're trying to offer constructive criticism and or shed light on artists that nobody knows about that deserve the light. Facts. Anything you want to add to that, Black? Nah, bro, you did it. Let's get this. Let's get rocking. Who is this it. other Facebook user? Who are these people popping? Pop Man, up? say your name. When you see Facebook user, can you please pop your name up there, please? All right. Let's um. Let me get it like this. Here we go. tonight cuz we ain't going outside and girl you looking better with no makeup on the things god gave you girl please don't take it wrong i'm just trying to say that you be beautiful y'all don't have to worry girl just let it go and i know the things he said but girl it isn't true don't let him in your anger is so typical well, i'm about to show you how a young nigga do you right building confidence instead of building on the fights i could take you to the stage we could see the city lights he be trying to play these games i'll be trying to build a light maybe we are not the same he ain't even know the drive what i'm really trying to say he ain't even worth the time let me lay you down proper and put your panties to the side maybe let me be honest you should have never Made you cry. I can show you all them things if you want me to. I could take you around the web, do you better, boo. Girl, I fuck you in a way you can never do. Why you screaming out my name? You already know. I'm about to keep it real up by your side. Your body like a goddess and you beautiful inside. But I say what I promise and I'll be honest, you'll vibe. For the day that I told you that I'll be there until I die. Oh, yeah. Well, baby, set your pride out. Fuck pride, let it go. Come find out if you really wanna know. Smile now, said I'm about to take control while she slide round up and down this pole. Ride out, fuck cry, let it go. Find out if you really wanna know. This is mine now, said I'm about to take control while she slide round up and down this pole. Hazar, <laughs> what's going on? It was fuck pride, let it go. Um, I will say this. Aside from when he was coming out of like either that mid, it was like a, either a hook he threw in the middle there or just like a little bridge and he was coming out of it and he started like more rapping than, than um, singing. He he got off beat for a second. Like the flow was like a little, little off there. But aside from that, man, I actually like this joint, Black. How you feel about it though? And that was Fazar, New Zealand in the building. What's goody? The people are waiting for you to talk. You know, some of them are listening to, you know, this audio 
Okay, they need to hear words. Yeah, catch us on all podcast services too. We out there, you know, uh, Deezer, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. We out there. Yeah, yeah. My Gee. demons were Christian coming this this summer. <laughs> all right. So, what are you saying? Every Tuesday, seven p.m. Uh, Black people time, Eastern time. You feel me? Uh, what we talk about a podcast? We live, Facebook, YouTube, Super Fire. Super fire. Shout out to everybody out there in Germany, Guadalupe, Ohio, Canada. Bruh, when the video started rocking like a cradle, it took me the fuck out. <laughs> like, the video was stagnant, and then it started rocking like a It fucked my whole life up. What was happening with this? I don't know, but it was swaying like a clock, and it was like, it was a little weird that why it was Clocks swaying like don't that. don't sway, Gabe. They only go in one direction, brother. They don't do this. It was, I was a little, I didn't know what they were doing with the effects on that one. I, I ain't going to hold you on that one. Was he in front of a 98 Mustang? What was he standing? I was going to say, is that like, you know, some ill shit from, um, you know, for New Zealand? Like, is that some crazy, is that some car that I don't have know about? on either. I saw, I saw his belly button like four times. Very Did you like it? Did you like it? I'm not even talking, Lotus, I'm not talking about the music whatsoever. <laughs> So you didn't like you didn't like that at all. That's interesting. I, um, I didn't say that. I just said that um, you're not talking about it. That's what you said. I'm not talking about music at all. Black, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody on YouTube. And Yo, it's giving scary movie vibes. Like, what you want me to do? Listen, here's what I would say. Um, did he um rhyme his words? Yes. Was he melodic? I, I guess. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um. Was the content consistent with content today? Sure. Um, was the beat consistent with beats like that today? Sure. Um, I guess this is a mid song for 2023. Mm. I guess it, that's, it, it sounds like all the other mid songs that I don't want to listen to in 2023. Is that what you want me to say? Because that's the truth. I mean, that's, I mean, it's kind of what it is, right? I think that, um, I think the kid's got a good voice. I think that, you know, if he could dig a little bit deeper and, and find a different perspective or angle to come from, I think he could be appreciated. I think he's got a cool look to him that could be worked on, you know, quite honestly. Like baby Post Malone? Something, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a look that can be, you know, rinse and repeat. I guess you know bro, nobody goes deep anymore. Like, here's the thing, y'all. I'm gonna just I need to give y'all my new perspective before Gabe us to the next song. So y'all understand where I'm coming from. Y'all know I like music, lyrical, miracle, spherical, good beats. All that. Here's what we're gonna do. If y'all gonna keep being mediocre, if y'all not gonna talk about shit, if y'all not gonna be interesting, if y'all gonna give me crap videos, just do this. Be catchy. See, here's the one thing Corey got right. It's interesting to listen to that shit. Mm -hmm. Like, is players a good song? Mm -hmm. No, but it's right. fun. It's interesting. Right. right. Is that Ice Spice Pink Panther shit good? Right. Do -do -do. I said do -do -do. No, yeah. but it's fucking catchy. It's interesting. Right. Y'all right. so like, right. not going to rap for real. Y'all not going to bring nothing new to the table. Since you going to be melodic rapper fucking 4,575 million, mm -hmm. do yourself a favor and take my advice. It's for all of y'all that's going to send me mid-ass music. Be fucking interesting. No more slow beats. No more drill records. Give me nothing but beats that go boom, but it don't that's jumping and just say funny one-liners. Mm. Be interesting in your video. Wear a diaper. <laughs> wear a diaper. 
You said be original, then you said be a diaper. I'm just wear a fucking diaper. Come on. Um, be a be an Xbox fan and not a PlayStation fan in your video. Like, do anything that nobody else is doing, and I will pay attention. Because if you do this, which is cookie cutter, melodic rapper, four million D thousand, I'm bored to tears, and I don't give a fuck. Fuck your potential. No one will ever listen to you. You don't stand out. There it is. It's it's you know the only the only <laughs> it's true because if you really think about it, everybody, how many people do you know that take that say they take their music serious and they spend money on the studio, they spend hours, they spend hours on the road touring and doing you know trying to get shows and and on social media pushing their music and you know doing all the right thing, um, and nobody goes anywhere. It's all because, it's yeah, because it's boring. boring. That's what it is. It's because it's boring. There's not, there's nothing attracting anybody to it. It might be good, like I'm saying about this kid. He's got a, he's got a good look to him. Got a so, good voice to him. So. You know what I'm saying? He's got, he, he's able to ride the beat. But the only thing is with the ride the beat is when he tries to go in between trying to rap a little bit and singing. Like it, that transition did not go well. So he needs a little work with that. But shout out to Fazar for sending it over. I appreciate that. And um, I don't. You know, See, I appreciate not being I appreciate, nice no more. No, I, know, but I appreciate no. the submission. I appreciate send, the submission. Listen, the engagement. Send me your fucking records. Send me that record. Send me your players too. Send the fire. Don't send me no mid ass record. I don't want it. Yo, we moving That's on to so number two. Let's go. This is Ice to God. Love me. Leave me alone. This is off his uh, Fire and Ice Volume Two. Ice to God, let's go. Not gonna lie, I can't really front. Shorty, I've been through a lot. If you don't really care and not really there, I just need you to tell me you not. Used to be after me, used to be after me. I never thought you would laugh at me. How could I trust when the last one I loved the relationship turned to catastrophe? What now? You're supposed to just act like my heart is for love again? The next one is lucky if she even found out my government. Huh. Yeah, I'm emotional, don't hold them back Making it public, I'm never fumbling I know it's troubling, promise I die Just for me to feel love again Love me and leave me alone Love me and leave me alone Love me and leave me So Ice the Gizzard with Love Me or Leave Me Alone. That's all Fire and Ice Volume 2. It's available everywhere, Apple Music, the whole nine. 
uh black your sentiments on love me or leave me alone um it's just like phasar just slightly better in every aspect just like phasar so, just slightly better yep it was the same kind of sentiment same slow ass tempo beat uh more rapping a little less melody but you know same kind of context uh video similar just it was all the same but slightly better i know what i'm mm -hmm. saying mm -hmm. right it's the same shit. like the video <laughs> the video and the content and the record excuse me the video is not supporting the content of the record right right um the video the visual is not supporting the content of the record so we just saw this dude standing in a black price chopper parking lot talking about fucking a bitch in front of a 98 mustang correct Mm -hmm. Don't even understand what that what that visual had to do with the topic, or am I missing it? I, I mean, I guess I I think it was like you know, love me and leave me alone, kind of oh, like. No, I'm talking about Phaser right now. Hold oh, on. oh, Phaser. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. did, did did the video support the topic? No. Okay, so when I look at this, what I'm saying is that it's like Phaser, mm -hmm. but better. But it's the same. I have the same critiques as I did with Phaser, mm -hmm. right? I said in a basketball court. Talk about love me or leave me alone, right? Mm -hmm. Bet is the video enhancing the song? Is it an, is it bringing something to the song? Yes or no? Um, I think all the what the video does is show that he's okay being alone. Based on what? That's because that, that in the video he's not with anybody. He's by himself are, the whole time. You're gonna literally so you're gonna give him points for being literal. You're gonna you're you're giving him points That's for the, being literal. Well, you kind of have to, no? So if he would have stood in that price shopper parking lot with Phasar, where, where <laughs> Phasar was, in front of the 98 Mustang, you would have also liked the video because he's alone in the dark? I mean, to a, to a degree, yeah. Right. because it, you don't, But you don't agree that, that that's supporting what he's talking about in the song, being alone like that? Because if he's around a bunch of bitches in the video, it doesn't make sense. I'm saying that, there were, that, that the video does mm -hmm. not enhance the record. It's I fair. know what I'm saying. I'm not saying that it did, like, yes, he was alone and the song is leave me alone. Let me leave me alone. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it didn't enhance the record. Right. It doesn't enhance. Like, remember, remember the first time you heard Ashanti's Foolish? Like when she first broke mm -hmm. and you got the video and it's, and it's domestic violence basically going on and, and the whole, you kind of understand what she's going through based on the mm -hmm. fucking visuals. Mm -hmm. That's a visual enhancing a record. Mm -hmm. So when I say again, did his visual enhance the record? That's what I mean. So my critiques remain the same. Mm -hmm. No one's ever broke with a record that, like this. I'm not saying that that's what Ice is doing. What I'm saying, my critiques are the same. So this mm -hmm. is not one of those for me, right? Mm -hmm. It's a good record. It's better rapping. It's it's. I guess I like to be a little bit more, right? It's a mm -hmm. little less melodic, more rapping, bet. But it's it's similar. It's the same mm -hmm. vibe. It's the same slow tempo. It doesn't stand out. I'm not drawn if I didn't know Ice already to go get more Ice because this sounds like the same record I just heard. I, I could I could understand that because you know that that is one thing that I wondered on why a video for this particular one because he has some really fire joints on that um volume two fire and ice. So I wondered why he picked this one to do because I mean he's got a couple of joints on that other joint that that move that are fun to listen to. You know what I'm saying? So it it, <clears throat> it was an interesting choice to put a video out, you know, visuals out for this particular song. Um but it is to me one of just like the album cuts. 
Correct. You know, it, it wasn't supposed to be like a lead on the on the whole joint. So it was interesting that he chose to do a video for it. But my honest opinion is, like you say, I like the song. There's nothing wrong with it. And because right. I know Ice and I know what else he does, this is like a change up for me from what he usually is talking about and trying to do. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, it's it's good. Um, like you said, it's not a, it's not a great song. It's not going to make him pop. It's not going to it's not going to break down barriers for him or anything like that. I totally agree with that also but, not um, saying he was trying to right no 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 right, right, but right. he he's he he is um he is a talented artist that um has a lot of work out there and i just i would like to know i would like to know like what was the the mindset like why this one is this because you felt like the ladies would like it or you know like i would like to ask ice that ice is a cool dude he would tell me to um all right, so our last one, bro, before we get out of here, this one is by an independent artist. He's a battle rapper named Cortez. Um, he linked up with uh, Yobi on this joint right here. So we're going to play a little Cortez. If y'all don't know who he is, get familiar. Uh, battle Raps is, is dope, but he makes good music. Check him out. Yeah, Big said it was all just a dream. McLaren lift doors, jewels on, looking clean. Jumbo Chanel bag with shorty hold a thing. I'm respected by the rich and had rapport with the beans. Bodies chalked over green. The money don't stop though. Thinking that she yours, but she not though. Anyejo, straight now. She don't do the blunt Places you cannot go. Private suite, top flow. Gas in all Vancouver, Kush in Toronto. It's half on the ticket. Cause out there, you know the gas hitting. Even with bread, you should never act different. Learned that from Meg. Gotta focus on your business. Keep a flame on, but never burn bridges. We was trying to dodge prison. The product of hard living. Cutting crack on mom dishes. Trapping off benches. And turned into a Latin owned business. Out the mud. Credit scam or sell drugs. Hate to show love against all eyes. Got it out the mud. Yo, the Henny had me bent, broke nights on the bench, just so mama wasn't late with the rent. Flights back and forth. Woo! Okay, 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 okay. So that was Cortez. And right off rip, right off rip, this is a guy who, who really is in the game and, and rubs shoulders with, with them. You know what I'm saying? And instantly off the bat, you notice the quality in the video. You notice the you notice the extra scenes. You know mm -hmm. that you you know saying there's a there there is a polish and shine on this brother's work that is missing from the other two, right? Mm -hmm. Um even even the mix, even even like the sound of it all, the mix is better overall than the other two. Now the, the first one, Phasar, that was just some you know Facebook video. So I don't want to hold them to that, like that's his standard. But I will say he put that out for people to consume. And when Cortez said, I want to put something out for people to consume, this is what came out. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, what do you think, man? What do you think about this song, Cortez? Cool record. Yeah, it's cool. So it's a uh, mm, more traditional hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, just I'm bored, bro. I'm so bored. Yeah. Um, 
that's not a knock. So like this sounds good, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's rap. I just I can't muster up enthusiasm for shit that just sound regular. Like this mm-hmm. is what this this would have been um the B side to your single in 1998. And tell mm-hmm. me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. This would have been the B side to the single. It's smooth, mm-hmm. it's cool, it's got mm-hmm. a female feature on the hook. Right. Um, you're not really doing nothing amazing. There's no quotables in here, it's just kind of a smooth kind of fuck with me kind of record. Those are mm-hmm. dope, those are cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um that don't meet the bar anything circa 2001. It just don't, right? right. Like, don't make it right. bad. It's just like, that ain't it, nigga. This is okay. Right. But it's just, that's a B-side to mm-hmm. your single. It's the shit that you playing when you're rolling up. And you mm-hmm. need those records, but you don't need those records. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, agreed. I, I agree with Matt. I, I, it probably was the best song of the three. Um, probably, probably easily, but um I, I fuck with ice though man shout out senior g senior g looking at me like yo y'all going over you could always cut cut me off if you cut off what we talking about across the globe you're gonna get people mad at you man Bro, but, you cut me. let me get this <laughs> put some res- put some respect on my podcast bro put some yo, respect on my podcast um, Chris Rodriguez says, um, that's an okay one. He's got harder joints though. He, he does have harder joints. Um, he wants to hump you, <laughs> hump you, dude, hump you. Okay. Um, but Chris says that he has hard, he does, he does. He, he has joints with Method Man. I could have played. He's got a couple of joints off his resolutions Two album. Um, Yo, you know, that- listen though, let's not get this jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't criticize somebody for just talking that yayo talk and then get mad when they go a little bit smoother with it. I'm not mad at it. Right. What I'm saying is that there are so many different ways to, to paint a picture with, with the fucking pen. Mm-hmm. And when you're telling it like Cortez is, mm-hmm. why do you do this? Mm-hmm. Like, like, fuck me. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you can you can paint this picture in a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. you could or you could frame it. Um, I don't know with some storytelling, like uh, traditional. I got out of prison. I'm coming home, and the, the video tells a story and about how you kind of saved me. You motivated me to do more, and you can frame that in a cool way, right? Instead of just talking about what you're gonna get, shorty. You feel me over that mm-hmm. beat? And it just it's just mad. It's mad. This is circa '98. That's what I'm saying. Like it's regular. Even if he had the best metaphors of the three songs, it's just it's just regular. It's a B side. He he was, he was rapping on there. Not that Ice wasn't rapping, because right. Ice to rap rap. You know what I'm saying? But Cortez, he sounds like the aggression, the energy. It sounds good. Like yeah, he sounds professional on the record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dope. I I, I like Cortez. If y'all have, if that's the first time y'all heard Cortez, go check him out. Check out his battles. Check out his music. He's pretty high. Um, Blackout man, another successful show. This is what we do when we do three the hard way. This is the type of conversations we have, man. And sometimes it's not easy on everybody. You know who submitted the music or where we got the music from. So, but we think that this is important information to get out to the world, important perspectives to get out there. Um, if you do what you do, don't give up. Just try to be better and do better. Um, Black, you want to say anything before I get us out of here? I sound so jaded because I keep hearing records that don't inspire me. And I'm not looking for like the Sistine Chapel level of, of artistry. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that Even if you gave me like a little baby record, but you sounded as polished as those records that he put out sounds, mm-hmm. I'd enjoy it. Does that make sense? Like if mm-hmm. you if you're gonna give me that record, then make it sound 
just like that. Like Word. super polished, super clean. The melody is really catchy. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to sing along with you. Like if you do it, then I and I'll, and I'll say it, and you know this too, Gabe. I'll mm -hmm. say it on the show. Yo, this is cookie cutter 101 today's music, but he did it properly. Like right. he did it the way he's supposed to do it. That's right. the melody. That's how you hit the beat. That's how you attack. It's interesting. So if you're gonna mimic it, just do it. Like lean Correct. into it and be really good at it. Correct. You cannot be. You can't be what I could. When I say mid, you can't be average with a sound that's already out and expect me as a person that loves music to be interested. Did, does that make sense? Of it's course, level. it makes sense. So if it, it, like, bruh, if you just another person that can kick a football through through an upright. What separates you? What gets you the contract with the Oakland Raiders or the Vegas Raiders? You know what it is? Can you kick further? Are you more accurate? Do you never miss? Right? Like something needs to separate you from the pack. Right. Think about the, that when you right. put out records and shoot videos. What makes this song and record and video different mm -hmm. than everybody else? You mm -hmm. can be the same when you're already on. You can't be the same when you're trying to break. It does not work. Right. You have to be different. Right. 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 Do something different. Get noticed. Be different. Listen, it's the What We Talking About podcast every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, being syndicated across the world. Shout out to Cuzzo FM. We got Culture Shock Radio, Tattoo Shop Radio, and um, Cuzzo FM. That's it. Oh, and Wap the Music. That's the one I need. So shout out to all those entities. Shout out to everybody in the village. Shout out my boy Blackout. Shout out Super Dude to Big Angie. Hazel and Louie and all y'all who tuned in today. I hope to see y'all next week. This was an awesome conversation. Y'all were killing the comments today. I loved every second of it. We really do appreciate y'all. So it's nothing but love. Please catch us next week. We'll be bringing you another show. Peace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>